Right, hey, before we get into it today, I'd just like to thank the blokes and ladies that keep the lights on here, our sponsors. Better beer, jogging a can, winning a 10, the athlete's choice. Look, no matter what sort of beer you drink, they've got you covered. Go check out their whole range. Country Trucker Caps for keeping our domes out of the sun with all their deadly designs. TikTok Nutrition for keeping our bodies fueled with the good stuff. SP Tools for giving us the best tools for all our projects at home and on the work site. And the True Blue Aussie Book. Blue bet. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f*** he wants. Oi, we're back, and it's Tuesday, and I hope you're having a good one. Fucking oath, we're here to give the everyday battler a voice, delete ad noise, one laugh at a time. If you're going to crack a beer, crack a fucking better beer. And guys, we've got an update for you here. Around better beer, day for a day, the 22nd... The 2nd of December. That's right, 2nd of December, the first Saturday of summer, their unofficial public holiday. Um, Guys, that is a day for it. A David Ferret, a day for you and all your mates to go buy some cheap better beer cartons and get on the fucking sauce. They pretty much made you Dave Ferret. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's It'd be a right. bit weird if they went and found another Dave Ferret. You'd think so, but yeah, they're um. They're Remember put, that better beer? They're put. They're putting it on though. They're um. You know, so if you're gonna get on it with your mates. Get into the better beers, take a video, chuck it on your story, your reels, whatever you're doing, tag us, tag them. Have a fucking rip a day. So exciting stuff going on for day for a day. Now, guys, finally we have some rock-solid details for you about the podcast Royale, which I feel like has been coming for fucking ages, Cambodian. <laughs> sure has. Um, so, guys, general admission tickets and after-party tickets on sale, 11 a.m. Queensland time on Friday the 1st of December. Now, www.alpha-events.com.au is where you will go. That's the website. It'll have a link on there to go to Ticket Tech for your fight night tickets, and that's where that website is where you will get your after-party tickets as well. Yep. So alpha-events.com.au will have all the stuff. And look, we'll have links on our Instagram stories, everything like that as well on the day of to help you guys as much as possible. 
all the updates we can give you guys will have. So, without confusing anything, you pretty much your GA tickets, a ticket tech. We made our own website for the after party, and we're going to chuck a link on our website for the ticket tech ones. Yeah, that's as as clear as we can try and make that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And like we said, though, I reckon day of Instagram stories and shit, all the socials will have links to where to go. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll do our best to make it as clear as we can for you. But pretty much, guys, like we haven't done this before, but there's a lot of hype around this event across various shows. Like it's not just us. That's what you got to remember. There's fucking heaps of podcasts involved with this. I reckon this event is going to sell out quick, so don't muck around if you're keen. Like, we want to see trendsetters everywhere in there, pretty much. We're taking over, Alpha Blokes. Fucking oath. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's <laughs> fucking do it. Now, guys, merch update, right? There'd be a few questions getting asked around the shirts. Apologies for pushing over the three-week mark. The numbers were massive, and we we're all going as quickly as possible. Uh, hoping to receive the shirts in the next couple of days. Then Mrs. Dahl and the team all around us will be smashing out the distribution. Um, but we really appreciate your patience, guys. It's, it sucks from being someone like me not being able to give you an exact time frame. But that comes with the pre-sale process, unfortunately. That's so, right. you know, it's just, it's just how it is, guys. And we're doing the best we can. So they'll be with you soon. And not going to harp on about it too much because it was in the pre-roll. You would have heard about it. But um, the biggest hat drop we've ever done is this week, Wednesday. So don't fuck around, guys, 6 p.m. And I just want to give you a reminder, please have a look at your fucking address, guys, when you're entering your details, buying it. So we don't have to sit there and change everyone's address. Just put your address in, bro. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, one more thing before we dive into the hecticness of our lives. Patreon giveaway being drawn on the 4th, Cambo. Yep, 4th of December. First one we've ever done. Uh, get amongst it, you animals. We're keen to start giving back to you guys and uh, hopefully send a trendsetter, a, um, or we will be sending a trendsetter, a smoker for fucking Christmas and the jolly time of the year. So that'll be good. But boys, we've been diving into our golf over the last week. Cam. We have. Tell us about the fucking mission you went on, my brother. <laughs> I'll tell you the biggest crack up. Is um you know we always call uh, Morgo the morale booster. Yeah, I think Knuckles, Brizzy, and I drained every bit of morale out of him. <laughs> he didn't have any morale left, the big fella. True. We didn't make it to our Christmas party. Oh, he didn't either. No, he wasn't. No, he got. I got a text. I can't do it. What time? What time? <laughs> did, what time did he pull the pin? He he charged with us the whole. No, way, no, so. like the day of because I remember. Oh. Oh, he, he sent me, um, like, you know, like the old thing I'm about to cancel on you. Yeah. Uh, where's the text? Here he is. So that was about 2.41. Fuck, I'm proper wrecked, eh? Ha, ha. And I go, I feel you, brother. And he goes, I think pulling up is where we went wrong. And then I'm going, <laughs> he goes, I'm still cook as a dog, brass. So I'm going to give tonight a miss. I'll catch up with you during the week if you're free. Like, no, but worries, brass, rest up. Oh. That was, um, he called at 6.52, so 10 minutes before the event. Oh. Eight minutes, sorry. Eight minutes before the event was meant to start. You know, I've never seen that man without morale, so yeah. that just shows you, hey, some people are built different. Uh, you know what cracks me up? What's it's a knuckle goes, how's the head? And I'm like, oh, I'm half getting there. This is before the back probably fucked down on me. We'll get to that. But um, <laughs> And he goes, I'm laughing. I'm, I'm prime. I'm going, you're prime. <laughs> <laughs> he flew oh, you're home. Prime. He flew home yesterday and fucking 
um, to the airport, grabbed his car and went and bought a new boat and towed it back to Gimby. I'm going, you are built different. <laughs> yeah, proper built different. It just And wow. to, to wreck Morgo's morale, like that's the most so- rock-solid morale fortress that I could have talked about prior to hearing that. Yeah. You know? And that's knocking back a whole night of free piss. That's right. Like that's a that's a decent one to knock back. It's <laughs> yeah. not like some dinner with your in-laws. <laughs> yeah. It's like a fucking rip and tear for the ages. Fucking hope. But so, no, I was very impressed with the golf. I, I thought there was going to be a point there I'm going, oh, it might get a bit boring or something. Yeah. But no, that was a great crew there. Yeah, that party awesome. shack. Like, um, yeah, everyone was just ready to turn one on. Yeah. So what was, like, was it around the green? And yeah, then, around the whole 17, and then there's the, the contender series or whatever they called, and then we're in the party shack right in the middle. Yeah. And then I think ours was sponsored by that Southern Comfort. Mm. Yep. So we'd done a few beers when we got to the airport and that, and, but as soon as we rolled in there, they didn't have the best beers on offer, so we were just straight on those Southern Comfort um, cocktails. Yep. And, yeah, got pretty pretty blurry by 5 o'clock when it ended, and... Um, yeah, went to Morgo's new bar, that Viva La Cali in the um, yep. in the valley there, and uh, ripped in there. The country labour boys come and caught up with us, but we're already by yeah twelve o'clock then. Then just started uh, we're refused entry at a few joints. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going. The boys right? Surely I didn't even trip. They just had one look at all four of us and went. Not a chance. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, that shows that the party hole did its job. We did that at like, yeah, three venues or something stupid like that. Yeah. They just looked at us and went, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. Turn around, you cunts. Might have been knuckles with that, um, the carry-on hat. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's like a beacon, isn't it, for fun or trouble? Oh, gee whiz. It's like, they always try to film it on TV. No wonder, like UFC and everything, it's a good hat to be... Like seen on TV. <laughs> oh yeah, you just it just draws you to it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Fucking. It's like right. a camera magnet. So was it like with the party hole thing? Was it like while they were taking their shot, everyone's just carrying on and shit at the same time, or did people like stop? While nah, they were... everyone's just up here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. And then the other holes outside of it, every, the old mate like security guards got like the quiet thing yeah, flag. Yeah. So if you start lipping up or whatever, you pretty much get dragged out of the joint. I'd say. Did it? Do you reckon it fucked them? Like, was there many good putts or chips or anything like that? Or you reckon it wrecked them? The old. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm not a bit. I'm not good at golf at all. But some yeah. of those shots, I'm going, fucking surely. But must be just the pressure or everyone. I don't know. Yeah. They still put. Yeah, poor old Cameron fucking Smith didn't do too well. No. He went shocking on that hole. Yeah. Oh, I think overall, like oh, I, I think yeah, he did well. I yeah. haven't checked the updates, but the first day he had a shocker. But um, yeah, it's. It's a fucking hard game, though. Like, even the best of the country surely have off days. It just sucks that it was this one. I oh, know. <laughs> and our bet, we didn't have round two in there. Mm. And it happened right in the morning. Yeah. We only had three and four on. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That was a fuck up on our end, so. But I'm but glad yeah. there was a hole in one for the whole thing anyway. Yeah. But you reckon the party hole is something you go back to? Yeah, I'd definitely go back again, I reckon. Yeah, I think it's a good addition for something like that. Like, just to get more people to the event, like, not the whole thing turning into a party because, like, you know, the golf purists and that want to go and just watch good golf. But, I mean, to add that addition for just the everyday Joe to go have a rip of time at the golf, I think that's a good move from them to involve just, you know, us sort of cunts who like golf, but it's not like we're golf lovers. It'd be cool if they did, like, three holes like that. 
Yeah, well, yeah like a part, like, like a, a pig pen in each hole or something. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it turned into doing that. Yeah. What America is just all the whole crowd just sort of walks with them. Or well, they probably do that here in Australia as well. Yeah, right? I don't know enough about it. I yeah. don't really know the ins and outs. But I just know that I think the PGA historically, I think I'm talking out my ass here, but I know the Live Golf Tournament was a, a lot more like party sort of mode. Yeah. And I think them sort of coming together. I think PGA is starting to take on a couple of little things like that to try and incorporate more people. I think yeah. that's just the outsider not really researching much, but yeah, I think it's a great idea. Party hole thing, yeah. But mate, I had a, a cracking golf day on the Friday, last minute. Um, but it was a Scott Claridge Memorial Day out at Calliope there, so like absolutely packed with teams. Three men Ambrose. Um, we sponsored a hole, give some merch up there. I think it was on sixteen or something like that. Um, so give away a package there. And, um, mate, it was just fucking unreal. Like, just a great day. Um, we had Groper, Jack Taylor and myself, and we actually shot four under yeah, for, nice. the, for the day between us all. Carried heavily by Groper, I must say. Yeah. But, um, you know, Jack and I chipped in once every now and again with a shot. <laughs> On the green? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had a couple. I was actually driving pretty good. Um, the old boy got some new clubs, so I got his... His ones and, um, yeah, for some reason I was just hitting them sweet off the driver, which has never happened. So I was just sort of the old safety up the middle, which means Groper could have, can just open the shoulders up, mate, and just send the cunts. And he's got a big fucking swing on him, man. So um, that was really good. Fucking, like I said, a ripper day. Everyone was just blind, you know, by the end of it. But that was what it was all about. You were just hearing just ruckuses from every... <laughs> like someone pull off a good putt yeah. or something, blokes hugging and shit. But the shot of the day, man, we were on probably, forgot which hole it was, but right at the end, we're all waiting for this chip from Jack, right, to come in. Groper and I had a go and we're waiting on Jack. The hole's looking all right, maybe a par. And um, anyway, he's proper carried on. He goes, yeah, watch this, boys. I fucking watch it all the time off TV. He's like, I'm just going to chip this, hit the fucking mound. It's going to roll onto the green just sink. And we're like, fuck off. And old mate lipped up. He's like, oh, he can't sit here and watch. We're like, all right. Literally goes, dunk, off the hill, rolls in. Like, we're talking like a, I don't know, 30-meter chip. Yeah. Like, hard as fuck. And literally sinks it, cunt. And, like, I've never seen six blokes. Like, the other three boys, shout out to those legends, great lads. Knew them from, like, town and that, but not, like, real close mates. But all six of us jumping and cuddling and fucking just... (laughs) How like, good's that? Yeah. And I was like, how good's that? That's what the day's all about. But all the other teams were like, what the fuck's going on over there? <laughs> but just, you know, just that sort of shit um, among the day, man. But, you know, I think Groper's handicap didn't do us too well at the end. You know, when there's like certain handicaps based on if you're shit or if you're yeah, good. Yeah. So I think we ended up all right overall, but, you know, the handicap brought us unstuck. But that's not what it was all about. It was just about having a rip a day. Who took it out? Um, fuck, I forgot the names of the blokes, to be honest with you. But, yeah, there was some, there was some fucking good scores there, though, like some decent decent um, scores. But, yeah, that Jack Taylor's chip, though. And Groper got the longest drive on one of the holes, the fucking big stretch, mate. It was, a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like fucking Happy Gilmore, that thing. Just <laughs> drilled it. Um, but, yeah, I actually took out a win in the raffle, though, boys. I fucking just, just the old five bucks a ticket, and it's just the... Like heaps of shit up there, and it's like, righto, this prize, draw you out. And I won a um, a BCF fucking little esky slash tackle bag. Yep. So it's like an insulated esky, but it can fit four track tackle trays in it. 
So wow. I'm, I'm fucking laughing because I'll be taking two trays out, filling the other with yabs and tackle equipment, and then you have room for half a dozen cans on the other side with a bit of ice and ice packs. That's me this fucking Christmas at Agnes, boys. I'll be having the Alpha Yabby in that cunt with a heap of beers just patrolling the flats. Yeah, fucking So up. what a score on the end of the golf day. But um, it was good. But, man, I was in all sorts after, and it was Harrison's first Christmas carols. <laughs> so I rolled into that. Is that the marina? Nah, this was it out at Calliope at the um, rodeo grounds. Oh, right. So it must be all the school out there and the preschool and the kindy and all that. But, man, because Beck goes, it's Harry's Christmas carols tonight. I said, look, I'm leaving this decision up to you. I'll happily go, but I will not be in a great state. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah, no worries. So um, rocked up and, you know, I was behaved. But, oh, yeah, I, was, I had a bit on. So <laughs> I was sun damaged and just yeah. fucking maggoted. Sizzled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, it's funny. Look at all the parents. Some of the musical instruments getting played there, mate, is just like could be used as a torture method. But all the parents are like, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But all the kids loved it, man. It was his first fucking time doing that. But I just had a look around thinking I should not be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, the Christmas party, lads. How good. Got it done. Got it done. And, look, the, the people we had there, there was not one shit person in that venue. No way. Which is what you like, you know. It was, it was really good. So, yeah, thanks to everyone who made the effort. Had a lot of people who have been involved in the show come up and down and in and out for it, wherever they come from. And, um, yeah, it was just a fucking really good night. No, so, it, was, it was prime. It was one of those ones where, like, I try not to stop and smell the roses very often because you've got to move the goalpost, don't, don't smell your own farts, all that sort of shit. But I think it was a, a good time to just have a night where you go be pretty grateful for, you know, the community we got and the people around us and shit like that. So, yeah, rip in with everyone. Yeah, exactly. And you sort of put the piss on for everyone and say thanks pretty much for being involved with this whole fucking mm. thing. So, um, yeah, it was good. But I just off the back of that, boys, Christmas parties aren't normally like that. Like Christmas parties in general can be very hit and miss with a lot of companies. Oh, yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? There's a lot of build-up and a lot of home truths get released. Yeah, a lot of staff. <laughs> well, mate, it, they're great people watching events because, like, and big, big workforces, you know, like there's always a couple of people that fucking hate each other mm. that have to be in the same room and you add fucking a bit of DV to it, bro, <laughs> and she's fireworks. There's normally yeah. a fresh start for the new year at a different job, some people. Yeah, 100%. Sometimes <laughs> Christmas parties literally end cunts jobs. Yeah. Like, because one person you've never heard speak, they have two beers and start getting on tables and shit. Yeah. Like, that, you know what I mean? That quiet cunt at work you've never heard from. <laughs> yeah. And they're just ripping in, throwing quiches and shit at cunts. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so Christmas parties, man, are very dangerous, you know. But, yeah, we, we sort of had a bit of a different vibe, but it just popped up in my head going, fuck. What about, I won't mention names, but um, mm. <laughs> he was at a Christmas party and he was crawling around and biting everyone's missus' ankles <laughs> under the tables and growling like a dog. <laughs> oh, that's right. And no, oh, he's pretty quiet. Oh, he's, not, he's not quiet, but he's pretty, yeah, straight, no, well, straight edge until a few drinks under Well, him. he's very professional. Yeah, like, that's right. Does his job fucking well yeah, yeah. and doesn't really fuck around at work because he's so committed to doing a good job. But, yeah, growl, snarling and chewing ankles under tables. Yeah. 
<laughs> Great to see. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Good yarn. But boys, um, move us on to the next thing about having fun and biting ankles and doing weird shit. Tommy the Pommy has ploughed two beers through an artificial horse vagina. He's done it. He's done it. And this is before we even talked about it. He was that keen, I reckon, to plough them <laughs> that he just did it off his own merit before we even talked to Quino about the thing. So I think, what do you think? I think the only thing that's acceptable is, like, I don't know, Tommy the Pommy gets to choose which pie Quino has to eat. I think that's uh, that's very fair. What do you reckon, Kim? Yeah. You know, mm. Pommy's just fucking ripped in and done it without even us making a deal. I don't like know that. there's too many exotic pies, but really around around the ropes here. Yeah, but you got a pie maker, bro. Yeah, that's true. Cooking with daddy. Yeah, Queen's cooking with daddy. Pie. We can do a little video on Quinn's <laughs> pie. But, Tommy, mate, just have a bit of a think. Mm. Like, just a But food. I can only make good food, mate. Yeah, well, <laughs> it doesn't have to be a terrible pie. Like, it's up. It's literally up to Tommy. He might just... Oh, he might tell me the ingredients. Yeah, exactly. Oh, imagine like? if you have to do the old lamb fry or oh. something like that. <laughs> But yeah, oh, so look at look at you shaking. I'll have to get it done. <laughs> so, oh. Tommy the Pommy, mate, it's totally up to you. Have a bit of a look through Liver. Australian bakeries, and if you want to pick one from there, however, we've got a pie maker, brother. So, what's the traditional pie in Europe? I think don't think there is one, man. Surely, like the Guinness pie, well, yeah, like, and, like in Ireland, but beef and Guinness, is, isn't it? Yeah, what about mm, there's a couple of pies in the UK? Or where's he from? UK. Let's go UK, eh? Hey? I think there's a lot of peas and shit, like the peas, yeah. pies and peas and stuff. Steak and kidney, pork, yeah, chicken and mushroom. Steak and kidney will probably sort you out. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Pie lids are central. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, Tommy, have a bit of a think, mate, and uh, hit pork, us. Pork pie. Hit us with right. a fucking carry-on or a call, and uh, we will get onto that with Quino's pie consumption, because I think you have to after you. With that effort. Know. I reckon a few people give us a couple of home truths. Then going, yeah, it's probably straight up steak and kidney. Do you yeah. like steak and kidney? I can taste it straight away. I'm going, nah, go and get fucked. Mate, I, my thing is, like, if I had to eat it, I'm sure I could deal with it. But I'm like, if I don't have to eat kidney, I just don't want it. Nah. Mm. You know, like, nothing makes me want to go, oh, I lo- I'd love a bit of kidney today. <laughs> yeah, the old boy went and did, um, got a couple from this pie drive or something, helping someone out. You know, they do, like, the fundraiser. Mm. And he dropped a couple over, and I'm like, yeah, I'll give it a crack. I mean, no, nah, nah. it's just. Is you reckon fan. it's one of those flavors you have to just sort of grow up eating, so it's a yeah. normal flavor to you? Because yeah, I'd, to be honest with you, I can't even remember what it tastes like or, or trying it. But it's one of those things in my life. I'll happily die not trying kidney. I can't believe like so many countries like they don't even like there was a thing going. He didn't get to eat up a, a steak until he was eighteen years old. They'd eat everything else. It was like a butcher family or something like that. They'd eat every off-cut or different part of it uh-huh. and always sold, like, the good stuff. Yeah, so he never And then had... for his 18th birthday, he, like, got a rib fillet or something. <laughs> or it was probably just fucking a bit of rump. Oh, wow. Where are we? I'm going, yeah, some people got some rough... We're pretty blessed, blessed here. Oh, absolutely. 100%, man. Absolutely. Like, you know, we're we don't have fucking we're three ribeyes a week, I'm blowing up. We're talking about <laughs> dry-aged steak and fucking... Bone-in ribeye, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right, mate. Some people can only eat fucking rice. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry, <laughs> my imagination just went then. Yeah, oh, I can imagine where it went. <laughs> but um, yeah. So anyway, let us know, Tommy, Better what we're going to do. 
Now, we've got a fun little update here for you guys. So if you remember a while ago, we had a call from a legend about hooking Cam up with a dut washer for his shitter. Yeah. Now, I said, hook us all up, brah. Like, if, if Cam is getting a dirt washer, I want a dirt washer and Quinn. We don't want him being the only one with a dirty ass. No, I want a clean hole too. Yeah. yeah. So, Aaron has since got in contact with us and he is hooking all three of us <laughs> up with deadly dirt washers. <laughs> now, Aaron is from ACS Plumbing and Gas Solutions is the Legends company. Go check him out and give him a follow on the socials for his details. Does heaps more than just upgrading shitters, though. He covers everything in the plumbing scene based in Toowoomba. So we'll give you all more details as this all unfolds. But I'm fucking keen as for a shitter upgrade, boys. I can imagine him now. The whole of Australia would just be touring. <laughs> yeah. He might turn into just shitter upgrades. Yeah. Which which is fine, you know, as long as they clean their shitters first. But who knows what will come from this from Aaron. You know, A-Aaron might Have be the Have the cleanest shitter. hole with Aaron. That's right. He might be the shitter king. Yeah, shitter upgrade king. <laughs> Keeping holes clean since 2023. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I wanted to hit you guys with some bidet facts, okay? okay? Because it seems like it's a bit taboo in Australia where I just I don't think it should be. We need to break through that and get with the times, okay? I just don't know if we got the water here. To, oh, yeah, let you get into I, that. I was, that's something I will cover. Yeah. Um, the, the original bidet was introduced in 1710 and included a hand pump that allowed users to spray themselves with water following the elimination process. Today, bidets are considered a standard bathroom item in 80% of the world, including Europe, South America, the Middle East and Asia. Smart toilets with bidets are increasing in popularity in Australia, despite only being in 1% of homes compared to 80% of bathrooms in Japan. According to Toto distributor Randall Cadby, Demand for smart toilets has surged locally and almost doubled in the past 12 months. So going off that, Japs would have, on average, the cleanest holes in the world. Um, and you know, I think we need to pick our game up and normalise having a clean hole in Australia. But I do realise that a lot of Australia is on rainwater and obviously during a lot of droughts that we have, water is precious. So that's fair enough. However, if you're tapped into the main, clean your hole. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> But, you know, that would be a big thing in I want to. I wonder how much they actually use. Because yeah. that's what I have to be careful of. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but, right. But, but you want to have a shower water. or tonight or you want to clean the hole? Yeah, but you would. You'd still have the fucking paper there as an option. Oh, yeah. definitely. Even when we were in like, Japan for a few weeks, you still just did the safety dab. I wasn't oh. tr- you, won't, you won't trust it. Well, we don't have a blow dryer there. It's more just getting one square and just dabbing the hole. Well, this, this had, the, they had the air dryer on it. Oh, does it? All the tools, yeah. Oh, fucking nice. I don't know about these ones, but mm. we're getting, but yeah. But yeah, pretty much, we're going to have the cleanest holes in the podcast game, boys. Mm. Mm. Starting a trend. Trendsetters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pumped. We're going to spike good. up fucking having clean holes in Australia. <laughs> I think the first time I, because I used to be the same as in like, oh, just use fucking paper. Or, uh, I still remember the day I heard Rogan talking about it with this chick, right, on an episode. I think, we were, I, think I was on the beef road, shit out at the beef road. Um, and she was saying, like, if you got shit, human shit on your face, would you be happy getting a piece of toilet paper and just wiping it off till, like... Yeah, yeah. And I'm going, probably not. And I'm like, why don't you treat your hole better? <laughs> you know? Like, I'm still happily... I reckon I get the job done and it's pretty clean down there with paper, but... Where did, it, where did it originate from? Is it just from hot food? I think, I thought it was France. Like, oh, as in country or reasoning behind well, it? Well, yeah, reasoning. 
Yeah, or everyone was just a big fan of Akron. <laughs> I probably just fucked that up. Well, I say Akron. Invented to cleanse the private areas of the body in between regularly scheduled baths. Regularly scheduled baths. It provided an upward spray through the use of a hand pump fed by a reservoir in France, uh, which is correct, Tom. Mm. But there's no... There's no, like, reason. Yeah, or demand specifically, hey. But, like, it does make more sense, doesn't it? If you take all history and everything aside that, you know, splash the dut clean, dab it with a bit of thing to dry it, squeaky clean. Yeah, you know. Especially some of the hair some blokes are sporting. Used to be used as contra- as a form of contraceptions, rinsing sperm cells away as they swim up against a woman's genital tract as well. Wowee. Yeah, right. <laughs> Washing the hole out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, Cam, I think you're first cab off the rank, mate. I think you'll be getting yours inserted first, so you'll be able to give us a, <laughs> give us a rundown. Give us a rundown on how it goes, and yeah, we'll let you know how to get onto AA Ron <clears throat> to get very own dot washer later on. AA Ron. So where's he based? We don't know. Toowoomba. Toowoomba, yeah. Yep. Yep. But he's going to make the trip, set us all up, and then. No, yeah, he's we'll... Queenslander. That's right, mate. Queenslander gets it done. He said he's done a few before, but he's going to fucking get all into his work here. So. Yeah, nice. Yeah, fucking nice. But yeah, just funny how it stemmed from that one carry on call. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're going to have clean holes. Now, cooking with daddy. Cooking with daddy. Mate, did you have fucking any time to cook anything? Because I don't know if you've had time to scratch your ass, let alone wash it, let alone cook anything in the last week. No, it's going to be different this week. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to try achieve. Nice. Yep. Maybe this week, maybe mm-hmm. next week. I'm going to do... A, hang on, prime rib, pork belly. Oh, like, That's what it looks like. Oh, so it's literally a prime so, rib wrapped in pork belly. Yeah, so you think of ribeye, but it's got not just like, um, that's got three fucking bones hanging out of it. Mm. See, we, uh, we'll throw it up on here, but... um. Prime rib and pork. Oh, fucking hell, man. Because you know what you sometimes crave? You're like, you don't want a real pork belly, too. You want a steak. But and imagine if you can have a bit of, of like, crackle off to the side. Oh, so it's like you crust it with the pork belly sort of thing and tie it on. Is that how you sort of run it? I think you can cook it at the same time. Yeah. Oh, mate. That's kind of what you're after, eh? That is I'm two like, of, like, my favourite pieces of meat to eat. It's got to be, like... Yeah, I, was, I hope I don't fuck it up, but that's the challenge, I guess. Mm. It's trying to get the crackle, but no, not overcook the prime rib. Mm. So it has to be similar sort of cooking times then, right, to be able to do it both? Or I wonder if you started at different Oh, times. I think you stick to that John sort of way of just doing a pork belly at 170. Yeah. yeah. And doing the prep on the pork belly for three days, air dried in the... Yeah. Um, in the fridge. I've seen a few things lately, and it seems like the preparation is key for, like, a lot of pork stuff, eh? Like pork belly and that. Just that uh, um, one I did the other week, three days in the um, fridge, it does make a heap of difference. Yeah. But I sort of like it not too dry. Like everyone goes for that, um, oh, what's the word? Just trying to hear that crackle. But mm. I like it sort of that toffee, chewy. Do you? Still, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to try that, I think. Yeah, good shit, mate. I'm looking forward to that. That's a fucking experiment, that one. Meat. Fucking oath. That's proper meat. Pork belly prime rib. Beautiful. I'll have to do it. Then I'm going to get into a bit of lamb again. I haven't had lamb in ages, eh? Neither. Yeah, I've been craving a bit of lamb. Yeah, no, you're right. You're just saying that right now. Fucking 
It's so expensive. It's so expensive, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Lamb, but, you know, it's okay. Got to dip in every now and again, guys, for a bit of lamb. Yeah, I think like five little cutlets or something's like 26 bucks or something yeah, stew, or $23. It's crazy when you look at how much a literally a sheep costs you to buy a whole sheep. Well, we'll looking. mention it in the last episode, or there mm. was something about fucking the price of a whole sheep by the time it gets butchered up. Yeah. If you're fucking buying a set of fucking ribs for the same price as a sheep. Also, guys, I'm pretty fucked today. I was actually, I've done me back. I don't know what I've fucking done, but um, I was sitting on the toilet at 3.30 this morning, fucking tears. I was laughing, but my tears running in my face was in that much fucking pain. So I don't know what I've done. Yarn is back is a real thing and it's contagious. <laughs> so that's when he came in and I went, I'll be fucked. Like, I don't have it anymore, boys. I'm, I'm, I'm clear. Like, mm. I thought I was going to die, but... Yeah, we might have to do some research into this because Cambodian is down with back. I can't even pinpoint anything. I've been doing some stupid lifts um, with rocks and stuff like that with the excavation stuff. Probably need to be a bit smarter there. But um, one thing, I think it's just a ner- nerve maybe. I don't know. But one thing you can confirm though, man, is you've been flat out yarning. <laughs> you know, and sinking tens. All we can do is put both things together and see what's consistent. And for both of us, it was heaps of yarning. Sitting in a shit chair with posture, like we're not we're not upright with our right posture, yarning flat out. Mm. So you know, here it is. Both of us have gone down. Quino's next. Stay, keep your distance, Quinn. Mm. I don't want to blame the power burpee either. I did on Saturday night. <laughs> I don't know my proper extended or something, but you yeah. did really dip into it. Like yeah. I, I felt like your arms were more extended than normal, and yeah. your pelvis thrusted down. So yeah. maybe, it, <laughs> maybe. Like, maybe you twinged it there. Yeah. So what? She's just. A, is it one of those real sharp ones? Like a. Ooh, I don't know. My whole body is just shaking. Like last night. Oh. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Fuck. But I'm like, you know, you're like going, holy, you got a bit on here, and the old tears are coming out of your fucking. Just op- from pain, op- dude. Yeah. yeah. And then Cass going three thirty in the morning. I said I've been trying to get in here for a fucking hour. Oh. And then yeah, I'm. She's like, you're right. And then she just starts snoring again, and I'm just sitting there shivering for a fucking. <laughs> Another hour, so oh. 3.30 this morning. So I've had about two hours sleep. Wow. Coming oh, off our weekend. And see which Shout out to Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Fuck. up. 100%. Hey, this is a perfect time to say too, with this, like we were saying, hadn't had time to cook, fuck all. TikTok Nutrition takes that out of play. Use the code Alfred checkout for 20 bucks off your first order over 10 meals. Um, comes in handy for when you're fucking busy. And the next couple of weeks for us – with the merch stuff, with packing, with all the extra yarns we got to cover those couple of weeks over December we got booked in, it really does come in handy and I fucking rate it. So, yeah, if you want to jump on board, guys, use that code. And uh, also go and check out the pepper steak and onion ring top of pizza at Roscoe's. If you're lucky enough to live in Gladstone, Yapoon or Rocky, give it a hiding, guys. Now, I've got, got, a, yeah, go. I've got a bit of an idea mm-hmm. that we should add to that pizza. Ooh. Remember at the farm when we'd go down to the cap and you used to get the onion ring toco, uh, topper and we used to get pepper sauce and bernays. Bernays sauce to go with it. With the onion rings? Yeah. I might, might have to get onto them. Might have to include it, you reckon? Or underneath the onion rings. Because mm. that was a nice little touch. Yeah, that was. I reckon we've brought onion rings back because KFC now stocks onion rings. It's definitely a new thing, the onion rings, really. Do you reckon it's a coincidence? I don't. <laughs> no. I don't. 
Start talking about onion rings. Oh, onion ring pizza, rah, rah, we get it as a topper at the pub. Oh, KFC's got it. Okay, KFC. When was the first time you ever had an onion ring? Oh. I didn't even know what they were. I was, I was at an Irish pub in the airport of Melbourne before we flew out to Bali. And um, I think it was Ben Wenham said it him. He fucking ordered them. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he goes, oh, I've just been, I think he was in Europe or somewhere else. And he goes, they're massive over there. Mate, I can only just remember when my first root was. So I'm, <laughs> I'll be fucked if I can remember when I ate my first onion ring. You know? But it, yeah, not early days though. Like definitely. No, it's not. only been the last five. That you've been sort of getting into them? Oh, um, no, no. Seven. Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. But no, I think we've, um, look, like I said, I don't think it's a coincidence. I think well, it's a bit like smoked meat too. Never grew up on smoked meat. No, that's right. It's only become really big the last few years. But yeah, KFC, you're welcome. Is it the crumbed one or the battered? Battered. That's good. Yeah, because I... Um, did you try them yesterday, Tom? Yeah, yeah. Because I, uh, as I was leaving yesterday, like we get, did an episode with the BBB boys, which will be coming out soon. Um, and off the back of that, we were all wounded men. And I thought there is only one thing right now yep. that I want in my life. And it was Colonel. And Colonel. I hadn't had him. I hadn't had Colonel, you know, the old dirty bird in probably two months, man, dead set. And I was like, this is what I need today. Mm. And fucking got some there. Um, to try out, they weren't too bad. They're pretty good. Um, I pulled up right behind you too. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> right. And did it good, man. And um, look, it, it helped the dolls out at home last night. All of us went with everything. The old popcorn, chicken, snack boxes for the kids. Misses got something. I went the old zinger box, fucking shit, with a couple of extras, and um, rolled up like a big dirty carpet snake in bed last night. <laughs> yeah, nice. You know what's good? One good thing about a big car. What's that? I don't fucking go through drive-throughs anymore. Yeah, fuck. That would stop you. Yeah. yeah I'll start blowing up and then I'm like, Remy, you got TikTok meals at home. Mm. Hey. There's no way. I couldn't even get me Navara hardly through that KFC one. Man, I like I was scattered yesterday as well, though, but I was even thinking double thoughts with the Outlander. Yeah. like It's, it's tight. Yeah, 100%. You actually, it'd be impossible, eh, to get your car through there. Yeah. Oh, I'd say there'd be a couple of Maccas you could probably still get through. Yeah. I don't know about Calliope. Not that we want to go there anyway, but um, no. yeah. But no, not a bad thing. Yeah, that's a, I didn't even think about that, eh? It mm. would fucking pull you up. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I've definitely thought of driving past. I'll pull in there and I'll go, oh, no, no I won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I won't. Uh, that's, that's a fucking good call. That is a good call. Mm. Positives, eh, mate? Mm, that's right. Think of the positives. All right, let's get into a bit of news and sport, eh? I got a, uh, I got a fucking beauty here. So ride passengers re, uh, rescued after dangling upside down 75 feet up for half an hour. A Canadian amusement park ride turned into nightmare fuel on Sunday after stopping suddenly, suspending passengers upside down 70 feet, 75 feet above the ground for nearly 30 minutes. The lumberjack ride located at Canada's wonderful theme park 
uh, Wonderland theme park in Vaughan, Ontario. Probably fucked that up. Contains two hydraulic arms shaped like axes that swing backwards and forwards, occasionally propelling themselves into full 360-degree swings. Both of the axes stop moving at 10.40pm, according to a statement from the park. A Wonderland spokesperson did not disclose the cause of the ride's abrupt stop, but did say the maintenance team was uh, able to respond quickly. All passengers were back on the ground by 11.05. Two people were treated for chest pain before released. Um, Theme park crowds watched as the rescue unfolded, capturing the dangling passengers crying for help. We've got a video here. Oh, my lanta. <laughs> I'd be absolutely off it. Oh, oh, God. Imagine how nauseous you'd feel like gives oh, you a blood rush. Dude, oh, it, it is just like, do you know who I think of? I'm pretty good with that sort of shit, right? But I still remember conning my old man in to coming on one of these, the kamikaze oars back when we were like a kid. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know how I got him to because he is like fuck off sort of thing Ooh. with that. Mm. I'm picturing someone like him. Stuck up there, like where they're just freaking, dude. Because you'd be freaking enough as it is, but if someone was like literally scared of heights and they're pinned upside down, oh, nightmares, eh? I just think of some of my siblings or sisters that used to think they wanted to go on the ride and then just start crying and screaming halfway through the ride. Can't imagine being stuck next to them up there. Oh, dude, it's just, um, yeah, dramas. You just totally. have to reach across. We'll be down soon. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep it off. I watched one actually last night. It was just I was just scrolling the old TikTok or whatever. Mm. And I watched one of this chick on a slingshot that was freaking out before it. She passed out ten separate times on the ride. Yeah. Like then come good. Oh, I think like, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking hilarious. That's but what scares yeah. me about skydiving, like you're actually doing it yourself. Oh. Yeah, like, you if you like like freaking out that much and you just pass out what do you just wake up I think that's why they make you do a minimum of fuck loads of tandem jumps first so like you're yeah. totally used to the and they shit. sort of hold you for the first one don't they <laughs> oh, we'll come I, together yeah I think so I think spied unemployed boys all went and got their fucking skydiving tickets to mad cunts I mean um, I keep them. wanting to do it because I'm still scared of heights like we've obviously went skydiving before yeah but I'm going ah. I think Jesse's nearly got his does he? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What a champion. That's insane. Mm. Yeah. You gotta do like a, it's like a logbook. Like you gotta do a certain amount of hours and jumps and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like with tandem and that. But yeah. the idea of just having someone's cock pressed against my back for that many times just doesn't <laughs> fire me up. That's I think no, I think you only do the tandem No, I don't think you do a tandem. Hey. For your first one. I think you got to do a certain amount of jumps tandem with someone before you're allowed to jump out, aren't you? Nah. Right, have a look, Quino. Look at Google. Process of getting your... Scholars. I think you just... If you've never been before, I think they'll go, oh, well, come see if you like it first. They'll take you for a run down, but then they probably train you. Qualify for a licence, 20-plus successful jumps, include approved accuracy landings, know how to pack a parachute, successfully complete two written exams. Yeah, right. I'll dive further. Yeah. I'll keep you on it about it. But, uh... <clears throat> there he is there, old Falcon. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Speak of the devil. Mm. But yeah, so I don't know. You might be right, Cam. I just thought for sure you'd have to be pinned to someone to just know that you know the feeling of fucking, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing about tandem. There you go. Nah. 
<coughs> ah, a few boys, because all my guys, I didn't even do a tan on for me first one. I just jumped out and they both held me. Oh, right. So they oh. come with you, but they're not actually going Yeah, they like jumped and then they grabbed <coughs> you sort of thing and like put his arms out. Yeah. Oh, even that's fucking loose, isn't it, itself? Jeez. Well, there you go. Thanks for saving me there. A million cunts would have told me. <laughs> so I just, I don't know how cunts do that base jumping. <sighs> Don't even have a backup sheet because it won't pull in time. Mm. Yeah, that's close, isn't it? That's fucking crazy. Just off of structures and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Um, news front. Yeah, hey, buddy. What the fuck's old Strickland doing now with Ian Gary? Oh, I saw that this morning. Can we look up what is a wag? I haven't even heard of this either. Well, what? something about wife and girlfriend because I looked at this this morning. How, How to be going? a wag. So, yeah, wives I and girlfriends. This too. But wives of and girlfriends of high, high profile, profile sportsmen and women. Yeah. So just clinging on to someone who already is something. <clears throat> How to be a wag. So, pretty much, I watched this. Oh, you go. No, you? yeah, yeah. So, pretty much, I watched this thing this morning. Strickland is calling out Ian Gary, who is a UFC fighter, because his wife is like 40. He's taken on her last name, that Machito or whatever. And, um,. She has wrote a book on how to be a wag, which is the wife or girlfriend of a sports famous sportsman or whatever. And Strickland's pretty much saying, fuck her off, bud. And isn't her ex-husband living with them? I don't, I don't know. If but, that's the case, you are a cuck. Yeah, so... <clears throat> so, yeah, he's... um Strickland's pretty much just calling him fucking... Calling him out. Just saying, get rid of her, bud. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> And Ian Gary goes, apparently Ian Gary did something for, he said, I'll sue you if you don't take that down. He goes, I don't give a fuck about that shit. (laughs) But, yeah, Strickland just letting him have it. But, yeah, that's pretty fucked, though. Writing a book. (coughs) I don't give a fuck, you guys. Writing a book on how to fucking be with someone famous. Yeah. (coughs) That's literally all we talk about, about cunts wanting backpacks or piggy rides and shit like that, eh? Yeah, so uh, I found out you're 26. She's fucking 40. The ex-fucking husband lives with you. You took her last name, motherfucker. She wrote a book on how to be a wag. <laughs> I didn't even know what a wag was until now. She's a sucky piss. you got to run away, bro. <laughs> you just stirred you could, shit. You should actually look it up, <clears throat> Quino, and actually play it on your phone because, he, yeah, he fairly fucking rips into him. It's this video here, hey? Yeah. Yeah, well, leave that with me. Yeah. But, yeah, it's pretty fucking... That's pretty funny. While you find that, yeah. I was just going to say, Nikita Zoo, very impressive win over Dylan Biggs. I was, I thought Biggs was going to win, I'll be honest, leading up. I think the fact that they did the whole making him walk out first thing <clears throat> put a bit of a bad taste in my mouth. So I was like, oh, Biggs or whatever. But i got to admit, mate, Nikita was fucking very impressive. And, um, yeah, shout out to him. Because that was a big step up, I think, from class of people he's fought before. Um, suffered an early knockdown and just pressured him, man, and just fucking hooked into him, got the early stoppage, and, yeah, very impressive. Yeah, like Tim come in and, like, supporting his brother and stuff like that and spoke, but I was sort of like, ah, uh, let him have his moment. A bit. Yeah. Yes, I never... Holy fuck me, I just thought we had Sorry. a fucking explosion <laughs> cunt. Sorry. Oh! <laughs> I had to turn down, too. <laughs> I thought a crackhead's finally found out where we are <laughs> <laughs> and have stormed the studio. Holy fuck. 
Calliope Mac and staff are coming up the stairs. Oh, I thought that was it. Boys. They don't know how to get up here, bro. Right? Mm-hmm. They don't know how to walk. <sighs> are you ready? Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> anybody's spouses, but this shit ain't right. It ain't fucking right. I gotta talk about it. Ian Derry, I remember I met you, dude. It was in New York. You were this fine ass girl. She had the little nipple coverings. We all fucking seen it, right? Everybody fucking seen it. But I remember thinking to myself, there ain't something right about that girl. There's something about that woman that ain't fucking right. The way she walked, the way she looked, the way she talked, I knew it. Now I'm finding out you're 26, she's fucking 40, the ex-fucking husband lives with you, you took the last name, motherfucker, she wrote a book on how to be a wag. I didn't know what a wag was until now, dude. This shit ain't right, dude. She's a succubus. You gotta run away, bro. Hot girls are a dime a dozen. We'll get you one, we'll get you ring girls, we'll get you two at the same time, bro. You gotta pull the ripcord, man. It ain't fucking right, my friend. You gotta pull that fucking ripcord. I'm here for you. They've been making news here for you. Do the right things, Ian Gary. Fucking pull that fucking ripcord. Hashtag saving Gary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a bit of drama, but probably fucking. Sa- Are they the same weight division? Uh, no, uh, one off each other. Welterweight is yeah. Ian Gary. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I crack up at me daughter. She calls um, these two female dolls like Haley and Gary. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, right. like, Gary, Gary, <laughs> everything. <laughs> Gary, the female fucking yeah. doll. Um, yeah, holy fuck, Quinn. That's... Wait, I got, I got Sorry, a, bro. I got a question for you. Sort of the news front. Mm. Yeah. What do you think the biggest companies in the world are that like pretty much own the world right now? Adani is up there. I'm pretty sure. The biggest company no, in the world. Yeah. Like yeah. overall, anything. Like you think like oh, I would have said Apple. Like oh, everyone's got an iPhone. Google. Amazon. Amazon, like something what like about that. Something like the oil companies and shit. Yeah, that's like what I'm thinking gas. with the Darnie. That's yeah. what I was thinking, like the gas and oil front, because fossil fuels obviously still, like, I don't know, just off the top of my head, having no real time to think about it. Well, they reckon what? this, um, is it BlackRock and uh, something else. So pretty much they've got the largest shares in all the biggest companies of the world, and then they own... Like most of Apple, most of Google, mm. and every time you go on Instagram, every time you buy an iPhone, they just get richer and richer. Oh, because they've got shares in everything, and then they. Oh, wow. Is this them here, BlackRock? BlackRock Inc. is an American multinational investment company based in New York, founded in '98. Enterprise risk management, fixed income, institutional Holy asset fuck. management, large world's largest added. Asset manager with nine point four two trillion US. So whatever the other one is, um, whatever we look up, what the other one is, and wow. they're saying they're worth like fifteen trillion together, <laughs> but they only get richer by the day. Yeah, right. Because mm. they've invested in all these huge companies that are fucking kicking ass. Yeah, Black, BlackRock shares are seven hundred and thirty each, which is yeah, obviously wow. not cheap. We're a fiduciary to our clients. Mm. Mm. Jeez, that's fucking wild. And they owned, yeah, all the pharmaceutical shit as well. All the technology. Well, got shares in everything. That's just some smart cunt who fucking thought, oh, hey, big group who of can it, I yeah. invest in? Founded in 1988, 35 years ago. Wow. That's pretty impressive. It's not just BlackRock. Oh, fuck, I don't know what the other one is. Mm. Um, Before my life flashed before my eyes, <laughs> and we were talking about, um, like, Tim... Getting in the ring, I sort of agree a bit there with like 
you know, that was Nikita's sort of moment sort of thing. I think they're trying to use it as much as they can to hype him up and bring it, bring him with Tim and No yeah, Limit all, yeah. all together sort of thing. Like, you understand from that point of view, but you also want to let Nikita have his own sort of, that, I don't know, his own path or his own, be his own person sort of thing, you know? Mm. But in saying that, if he's going to keep winning fights, keep progressing up and keeping on winning, um, I think they're trying to build up that uh, Vegas thing, you know, when the NRL's in Vegas. They want to have Tim Zoo fight over there, so I think that was like a bit of a promo thing for him to try and Fine, line yeah. that up. I don't know. Um, he said, "I'm not. I'm not trying to take anything away from Nakia, but I was. I wasn't blaming Tim on going. Yeah, the actual network and all that themselves. I'm like bringing him into the ring. Mm, yeah. and he did a fair bit of a speech there. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair bit of lip. But um, look, I'm not. I can't knock No Limit at all on the cards they put on and that. I've fucking thoroughly enjoyed the last year or two of the boxing cards they put on, like the free ones they put on on a Wednesday, there's always great fights on there and shit like that. So the Rose Boys and that at No Limited do a great job. Um, I still reckon it was pretty shit how they made the champion walk out first, but, you know, not something you hold on to and whinge about, I just reckon. Oh, they end up doing that? Yeah. Yep. The champion walked out first. Oh, fuck that. So I, I just, you know, it's something that I don't personally agree with. I reckon what is it was, going on with boxing? Yeah, I think it was just a bit disrespectful for that. I don't know why you need to do that. Um, and when you're watching the card, like, you know, that you, you tell they interviewed people that said, like, yeah, no, it's all sweet or whatever. And it's like, well, it's not, though. One commentator was like, no, nah, I don't think that should happen. And I'm like, oh, well, even though it was probably your last uh, job on the yeah. card, mate, yeah. good on you. <laughs> For fucking actually saying that, because imagine if everyone just started doing that now. Like, the champ just walked first and shit. It's like, what are you doing? It's like comes into everyday life when, you know, some grubs put his hands on a girl and everyone's just still friends with him and shit. Mm. I can't stand that crap. Yeah. So, you know, but like I said, that to me that was pretty shit. But as far as, like, the whole... um you know, no limit themselves. They fucking do a great job with all the cards and shit they put on and yeah, have the whole time. Yeah. But that that little So that was there. yeah, that was the no limit doing that shit. Yeah, yeah. That was them mm. who who made the decision to because they said it's a Nikita Zusha. Mm. And got him to walk second. So yeah, I did. my thing is with that, like we talked about before, I don't want to dwell on it for too long, but if Nikita is the Australian champ and he is for a year or two, and then this new up and coming dude comes up do they then make Nikita walk first as a champion because this new dude's got all the hype around him? I don't think so. Or their team wouldn't be good. But anyway, moving forward, I just wanted to say Nikita himself, who's just in this whole thing, good on you, Bruss, for fucking winning that fight. Cause they probably got more well. uh, pay-per-views by having that. Oh, the drama. Drama. That's right. The drama sells shit. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. So it was probably a big thing there, but <laughs> I don't know. I just think it was unnecessary, that part of it. But, oi, I've got to give a shout-out to Isaac Hardman, too. He, mate, that, I want to get him on the show because he has some fucking great lip on him. Like, proper right up our alley with the lip. Yeah. Rocked up in a Legionnaire's hat and a chopper mo to the, to the <laughs> yeah. weigh-ins, just absolutely barking, saying <laughs> after his ring thing, uh, he, after he knocked old mate out in the ring, he goes, yep, Sorted out the Japanese steel. Um, what did he say? Yeah, then knocked out the fridge freezer, the big geezer. And, like, <laughs> like just, I was just going, yes, cut. So, yeah, I'd love to get fucking Hardman on here just to have a chat because, yeah, since he's lost to uh, Zarafa, 
he moved up a weight and went down in that as well. But since then, you can really tell he's fucking motivated as a couple of great performances in a row. And like I said, man, he's just one of those blokes that you happily watch and you want to pay to watch because of the, you know, lip that he puts out. But he follows it up too. So, yeah, proper good cut him. I want to, yeah, see where he can go. Yeah, prop. Nice. But, yeah, so that's that's it with the boxing front or anything. Did you have anything, Quinno? I've got a quick one. On the alien front? No, oh. uh, unfortunately, <laughs> but right. it's about something we talked about last week. Mm. You know, we're talking about Pablo's hippos. Yes. They're rooting like fuck. <laughs> Re- they've got to remove 70 of them, <laughs> yeah. otherwise there'll be thousands, and it's going to cost Colombia 3.5 mil. Colombia said that the cost of transferring 70 hippos has belonged to deceased drug lord Pablo Escobar to overseas sanctuaries will be 3.5 million. <laughs> After his death in 93, the animals were left to roam freely in a hot, marshy area where environmental authorities have been helpless to curb their members. Oh. So there you go. That's just yeah, you'd have a bit on get rid of them. Oh, yeah. Because it's not even like... <sighs> The other thing about it is too is they have no threat from any other animal, but also poaching, like no one's going out to get a prize hippo. Is anyone eating hippo? I don't think so, dude. That's what I mean. Like elephants, people shoot them for their ivory. The but tusks like hippos, and, yeah. it's not yeah. like it's not like someone has a hippo jaw. Oh, I don't know, it'd be pretty cool. Oh, it would be pretty cool, but I mean like it's people wouldn't go and poach them. Like if you if you had an animal Put it up, Quinn. Can we see, see what, yeah. a, what a hippo tastes like? Pablo originally had four and it grew to 130. Wow. Mm. <laughs> Just fucking. Uh, what am I looking at? Hippo. He's done some shit in his life, eh? Do we eat hippos? Yeah, because, like, I don't think they're threatened by anything. Hippos are still eaten in the native West Africa, even though poaching and war have dig. Decimated the population. There you go. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Poachers, many of whom are current <laughs> or ex militiamen, use rocket launchers, machine guns, even dynamite to kill hippos. Yeah. Holy fuck. Taste is mild, less than lamb, more than beef, slightly more marbled than usual venison. Beautiful. Well, fucking, what are they doing? Yeah, Columbia needs a bit of money. Start Get them hip- serving hippo. What? Yeah. You know, I just thought for sure the only reason was because. So obviously a 50 cal isn't taking those cunts down. No, rocket launchers and machine guns are, though. That would be pretty fun. Fuck, you'd have a bit on. Oh, yeah. You're not going to catch them and relocate them. Oh, it's no, more than three and a half million. I know. I think I was reading a similar thing, Quino, when I was looking for a weird news line. Yeah. And they were saying, like, they're starting to tranquilize them and operate on them to sterilize them. Instead yes, of trying yeah. to move these fucking huge things like dart gun sort of yeah. shit and then operate on them there so they can't reproduce. I think that's what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, mobile butcher, rocket launcher. Probably 400000 to fucking get enough into it to triangulize. That's cat. right. That's probably what it costs so much. Mm. That's, that's wild. Old Pablo still just fucking causing <laughs> a Leaving ruckus. his mark. <laughs> <laughs> As you do, just get a fleet of hippos. <laughs> there you go, eh? So the f- the flavour isn't too bad on them. That sounds great. In between a yeah, beef and a lamb. Mm. Yeah. No, no. Shit out of hippos. Obviously, yeah, the, the, when they mentioned venison, it's probably a bit gamey because they're... Mm. Pretty active animals. They're fucking pretty scary animals. That's what they are. Like, when they open their fucking mouths, man, oh. it's crazy, isn't it? Like, just the sheer size of them. Like, some of those videos that I've seen, just, just like, little clips of them chasing boats. Like, the bow wave that they put out. And just cleaning up crocs. Oh, yeah, they just mince crocs. That's wild, eh? Mm. Fucking scary animals. Mm. 
I think they're responsible for so many deaths over in fucking like Africa and stuff like that. Yes, heaps of deaths. Mm. Put that in, Quinn. How many deaths hippos? How many die from hippo? Yeah. I think it's a pretty crazy number. Per year. Mm. 500. 500 a year. People. <laughs> yeah. 500 deaths an- annually. That's more than a death a day. Compared to like, only 22 for lions. <laughs> so that's low, say. Must but, just be from people going to the waterways over there. Have a just, habit of charging at boats and capsizing them. Oh, get fucked. <laughs> oh, my lander. Mm. That'd be more than probably our traffic. Um, people dying in traffic in Australia, wouldn't it? I oh, hope so. No, that's fucking... That'd well, be pretty big. Could I just smash into you? 1,200. Uh, but it's nearly half. Yeah. What about crocodiles? In Africa? No, not in Australia, just overall. Crocs. Yeah, crocs compared to hippos. So hippos were looking at 500 odd. Crocodile deaths per year. Thousand. Thousand. Overall, or is that just Australia? Uh, crocodile attacks of humans are common in places where large crocs do. Oh, does that things. say attacks? Not deaths. Yeah. Yeah, righto. Crocodile deaths. I'm assuming if you get attacked. It's fucking climbing there not. too. We're, mm. we're going to have to do something about it. We've got to do something. Surely. Yeah. See, see Knuckles put on that thing in the trend set is about someone barbecuing a croc. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking it, he had the rubble over it. Ready well, that smoke. meat stock does the alligator and shit. Do they? Yeah. Damn. Meat stock does alligator here. Was it alligator? You yeah, have a look it? up meat stock. Um, I'm pretty sure it's alligator or small crocs. I was going to say, surely if it's in Australia, they'd do croc and not have to get an alligator. It just looked like a wider head, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Let's see if it's here. Yeah, I was on their page last night watching Eva Reels and they did a fair bit. Mm. Yeah, right. Oh, it's good. I guess because they do it over in Brazil, they do it in New Zealand. Yeah. You definitely, they'd probably do Crocs. It's probably protected here, isn't it? Or what? Nah, because no. of all the farm stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. So they can get it from there. It's not taken out of the wild. Yep. Okay. I'd definitely try it. Like, I'd be yeah, open we, to trying that shit. We set up Crocodile at Meatstock in 2022. So yeah, there, there you, you go. go. There you go. Oh, that's yeah. a video from John. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Sweet. Oh, sweet. Well, that's it for the fucking me with the news, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Camber, you sent a little reel through to Quinton, you mate? Yeah, I think I just sent another one, too. Probably okay. play that one I first sent you first, but... This is Sylvester Stallone speaking. The fire up. You can't go back once you started this damn journey. You can only go forward. You've got two choices. One, you get scared, you give up. And the second one, it's like, fuck it! Fuck it! Fuck fear! And you barrel through it. And when you come out on the other side, I guarantee you, you're going to be stronger than you ever thought possible. Bit hard to hear. The um sometimes the old music on a mate, eh? but yeah, pretty much just saying fucking fire up. Yeah, that yeah, just keep going, pretty much. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Eh? It seems that sometimes like things all just come at you at once. Like you have weeks on end where you might not much might be happening, and then bump, you just have this week from hell. Yeah, you or know? you have a month of hell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But right. again, no, do I want to be? I'm not going to give up. Do I want to be back swiping into a gate or mm. putting up with people I don't want to 
be around? I, th- I think um, I think one of the best things and like approaches to take when you feel like that and you're swamped, which is how I fucking feel at the moment, to be honest with you, is just mm. having a bit of a list and just keeping on moving forward. Like, what's the next thing I can do? Chip away at doing that, then move on to the next thing you can do. Like, if you look at it all at one time, you, look, you get so fucking overwhelmed in that. Yeah. It's just one step in front of the other and eventually you'll fucking get it done, you know. But, yeah, it's pretty easy to get overwhelmed sometimes in those situations where you're looking at all this shit you have to do, but it's like, mm, just plan it out. Work through it. And this next one, I think probably, yeah, a few people can probably relate to this, I'd say. The more I listen to this, the better my life gets. If they don't have what you want, don't listen to what they say. There's no greater waste of time than justifying your actions to people who have a life you don't want. Love it, Cameron. That is fucking bang on, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Very good. Yeah, that's that would right. be wind, you know, you're trying to give you advice or whatever, and then you're looking at them and their life, I'm going... Pave your own fucking way. Hmm. Yeah. I don't want anything you got. Yeah, yeah, or anything you're trying to do. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Totally different thing. We're in a different right? lane there, mate. Yeah, run your own race, champions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, no, that, that's pretty spot on. But it's it's crazy, too, because like people I look up to, I'm like, there's still like something I'm like, I'd love that part of your life or freedom or mm. something like that. But it's a, that's a good one, too, though, because it's easy... For, like, you can still respect the fuck out of a person with what they've done with their life and the advice they're given to you. But like he just said then, if they don't have the shit you want to have, they're sort of giving you advice to end up like they have. Yeah. Where if you don't want to end up like they have, then it's probably, yeah, not the right advice to take. No, that's right. Yeah. No, that's spot on, mate. Great stuff there. I haven't got a um, motivational one like that. I just remember, like, you know, life's hectic at the moment with the – with the little kids and everything, and Beck's been at the warehouse flat out at the moment, so I'll have them a lot, you know, on my own. Um, and that's just about being a parent and stuff. But some testing ages, let's just say that, that they're going through at the moment. Like I had the twins at home the other day, had Evie there, um, who's two and a bit, and really testing the, you know, boundaries. And there was just a moment there, mate, where I was just that, like, just frustrated, heaps of stuff going on. Just had me, like, head against the glass door with my head head in my hands, just like heavy breathing, just chilling out. And she just comes over and just tugs on me pants and just goes, it's okay, daddy. And I just just went, you know what? It is okay. Went down and like give her a cuddle and she said it again. She's like, it's okay, daddy. And like she must have thought I was crying or something, but I was just like taking the big breaths in. And, you know, I was in that little time. I'm like, no, it is okay. And you are just a two-year-old. And, you know, you're just going through your emotions, figuring it out. And then she turned into a little devil again after that. (laughs) But, I mean, it was just a good little time to stop and go, it's all good. Like, everything's sweet, stressing out, you know. But, yeah, kids are pretty special. Those little things they pull out once in a blue moon. So, little, uh, yeah, cool little moment the other day. little gratitude moment for you, mate. Yeah, that's right. So, it was pretty cool. So, righto, this, the trendsetters at the moment, I've got a couple of things from the, the old trendsetters page. There are Craig holes suddenly springing up everywhere across Australia. Yeah. Have a look at that map, Cam, all those red things. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the MJV Craig hole, the Craig hole, the original Craig hole. There's one in Tassie. There's one in the West. There's a Craig hole channel. There's run your own race champion Craig hole in WA as well. <laughs> the Craig hole original, it's marked as a shitter. There's, they're everywhere. 
So I reckon someone from the authorities or something soon are going to go, what the fuck's going on? with What's the Craig hole? <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking had a great laugh at that, man. Just people just fucking around, you know, adding Craig holes to everything. So I have some four-wheel drive track on. Let's go see this Craig up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but oh, it's just a it's just a funny storyline that's easy to grab onto and have a laugh about, especially those inside sort of jokes that anyone not from our community would be like, what the fuck's that? Imagine if you made a, like half interesting spots and then you just did the crag hole tour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fucking funny anyway. Yeah. That was one to bring up. Um, now, we've, I think we've done a similar thing to this like years ago back in the van sort of thing, but... Mitch put in there, what are your best one-liners for, of course? Like, he goes, I'm sick of using, does a bear shit in the woods, and is the Pope a Catholic? You yeah. know? And, like, one of our ones that we've said for ages is, does a, drag, does a duck drag weed with a stiffy? You know, stuff like that. But few of the, few of the ones that I had a little giggle to and just wanted to put in was, does Dolly Parton sleep on her back? Yeah, that got her, some likes, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Are the Titanic's towels still wet? Yeah. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> Does a turtle with a stiffy draw a line in the sand? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. Does Stevie Wonder piss on his shoes? <laughs> and does the Tin Man have a sheet metal cock? So I thought they were pretty funny. I wanted to share with you. And um, one little one. We only did this thread once and it sort of disappeared. Oh, yes. Um, now, Ben said, Quinny, can we please bring back the Reddit Am I an Asshole segment? Just watch the Yeah Mad Crew cover in part two. Of something, uh, the world needs to share these fucked up stories, bro. Thanks in advance. Ra ra ra. Now I was like, all right, I'll have a bit of a look at it, and I sent you one to read out, man. This mm-hmm. this was a crack up for me. So we might start doing like one a week or something. But yeah, yeah. Re- read this one out for for everyone. If there's demand for it, we'll yeah. keep giving it a go. Am I the asshole for telling my dad and his boyfriend to go fuck themselves after my dad brought him to my birthday party? To preface, I, a 17-year-old male, don't have any problems with my dad's sexual orientation. I've known my dad was bi since I was little, so it's not some big deal. I have no issues with the LGBTQXYZ people. I do have an issue with my dad dating someone I used to go to school with. My parents got divorced when I was 13 and hit my dad 45 male hard, and he didn't date for a long time. He apparently met this college student on Grindr. <laughs> Five months ago, they hit it off. Turns out the student was Greg, 19 male, a guy who went to my high school and who I was on the football team with before he graduated. <laughs> it was already weird enough, but that just put me off. I think he's going through some weird midlife crisis, but I told my dad I wanted nothing to do with his relationship <laughs> or boyfriend. My birthday party was yesterday and my dad was coming, which I was fine with until he asked if Greg could come and I vehemently <laughs> told him no. Of course, he brings him anyway, holding hands in front of all my and some of Greg's friends. I was beyond pissed, especially when Greg came up to me, was trying to be all nonchalant about it, asking me how the team was doing this year. I flipped and yelled at him, told him to get the fuck out of my house. Dad comes over and tells me I'm making a scene, and I yell at him that I told him not to bring his weird-ass boyfriend. He tries to get me to calm down, and I tell him to go fuck himself and to take his boy toy and leave. My dad... Nearly done. My dad looks sad and leaves with Greg and now I'm stuck with people asking me weird questions and looking at my dad like a predator. My mum thinks I shouldn't have talked to my dad like that and making such a scene drew even more attention to it. Am I the asshole? Imagine that scenario. (laughs) Your mate from school is ploughing or getting ploughed by your dad. I think I'd rather that situation than like... 
a schoolmate I went to school with, like getting into your mum. You reckon? Yeah. Fucking your dad. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. It, that'd be such a whirlwind. First of all. Well, you, well at least if it was your dad, you know the country's getting it anyway. Oh. But then it's like, oh, well, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. such a thing to go through yourself. Like your dad being your dad, who's obviously with your mum, but then just finding out your dad's gay and it's like, okay, getting over that or whatever. <laughs> but then to find out your dad's ploughing into your mate that you played footy with and now he lives with him and he's your fucking stepdad. He's now your stepdad. The <laughs> bloke you went to school with who is belting your dad. That is such – I think the asshole part of that is like, he was well within his rights. He said, look, man, like, all his mates are going to be there. <laughs> was like, just don't bring Greg to the party. Just, yeah, don't bring Greg. And he brought Greg. So, you know, fair enough. But I just saw it. Imagine if he come in limping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Everyone's saying not the arsehole, which oh. is good. Man. Um, there's a good comment here. Your dad's 45, Greg's 19. This is weird. You have a right to be creeped out. If Greg were a woman, I bet people would be more supporting of your unlike your uneasy feelings, not the asshole. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. He's got a bit on anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I think about in that scenario? What about the mum going, you shouldn't have spoke to your dad like that? Yeah. What? I think in that scenario, I just, I just really am grateful that, like, sometimes you might be like, oh, this relative or this or that's annoying me. At least your dad isn't gay ploughing your mate from school. Yeah. Like, that, that is just such a thing you have to deal with on a regular basis. And nothing wrong with your dad being gay, people or whatever, whatever. But it's just that scenario to deal with. <laughs> I think we're just blessed that our parents are all still together. Like, not mm. even a broken family would be enough head noise, let alone... Switching sexualities and like, which, trying to do that dynamic. Which so many people have to deal with, man. Like yeah. it's such a common thing yeah. that people have to deal with a broken family and like it's so common nowadays. Um, but, yeah, to have to deal with that on top of it, the turning gay part, which like we said, whatever, but then the added thing, huh? Yeah, yeah, Greg's really caused a stir there, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Got right in there and Yeah, some of them they'll bounce back again. They'll go back for a chick again or back mm. in the blokes again. Or I want to know how he found out early that his dad was bi. Like, isn't that that'd be yeah. a weird yarn to have with your kid early? Hey, mate, how you going? How's your day at school? Like, how, how's you being bi come into that as an early age? Mm. <laughs> That's a fucked up fucking dynamic, that. Bit, it? bit on there. Bit yeah. on. Yeah, so that's that one. Not the asshole is our consensus, I believe. Nah, not an asshole. No. Right, Especially I mean, if you say, don't bring Greg. Yeah. Brings Greg. Fuck off, Greg. Yeah. Definitely a shit situation. Mm. Mm. For everyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All <laughs> oh, right, eh? We'll have a fucking couple of carry-ons, eh, Quino? Yeah. To finish Boy, off. These are elite. Hi. It's, uh... Slutface McGibbons here from the DKC. Boys, I've heard a little joke recently, and by jinkies, is it good? So I thought I'd pass it on. I don't think you've played it on here before. Um, what's better than eating a mandarin? <laughs> oh, I don't 
got an eye cut, I can think of a hundred fucking things better than eating that seed-ridden forbidden fruit. If I hear that joke one more time, I'll go out there and find that fat Amanda cunt. She'll be a three-course meal, but she'll taste no different than going down to your local fucking fish market and getting yourself a week-old prawn cocktail. Quitty, how the fuck did this get past you? You should be weeding out this shit. I mean, I don't want to take anything away from the carry-on cap. Yes, that's right. We gave a carry-on cap to a guy that told a joke that we've heard a dozen times on the program. <laughs> Tommy, it's all your fault, mate. But I don't want to take anything away from the fella. He had good chat and a fucking entry that would get Bugalari hard. But in and on that note, you've got to be joking. What do you just rolled out from underneath a rock? And uh, I got a little proposition for you, boys. How's about you don't choose the next carry-on cap winner? We listen to them all. You all pick one each like a contendant. Then we go on Facebook Trendsetter Group, put up a tally or poll, whatever the fuck you want to call it, well, well, and well. let the listeners choose. It might take a whole week or a couple of days, and you, you announce it on the next one, but have a go at that, eh? Sounds pretty good. Well, right on, boys. See you. This but, is so interesting couple, because... I'll run my own show, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple of things to cover here. That's more work for us. We've got fucking heaps on. <laughs> However, and... I like it, bud. And yeah. the Amanda thing. He had that... If he just rang up with that joke and we give him a hat, that's different. That yeah. was on the end of a great yarn that's before right. it. So, Buglari, run your own race, cunt. <laughs> um, and some news off that. Mm. So, over the break... We're having a holiday. We're having a holiday. However, yep. we have been slaving away, making sure that you guys still get content over that time. Shout out to BT. BT, the <laughs> legend behind the scenes, our audio wizard, has <clears throat> stitched together all the winning yarns, right? So we're going to run the best of episodes over the time Cam, I and Quinn are on our little break. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to do. They're the best fucking calls. We're gonna, it's either going to be spread over two or three episodes. We're not sure yet. And then we are putting it to you guys on the trendsetters groups, and you will decide the winner of each episode, so on, so forth. So, Buglari, love your idea, mate. We are doing it there, but moving forward, we're not adding more fucking um, <laughs> more time or more things to that at the moment. Uh, yeah, yeah, right now we'll incorporate it over that break because I think it's a great idea. But yeah, right now we've got enough on sorting all our shit out as it is. <laughs> and we're still step. trying to track people down for hats, aren't we? That have uh, one. I think. Or we're pretty up to date. Might be a couple. Might have to do a, I know, a, bit, of a bit of a list up. Definitely, definitely that Sheila. Yeah. Um, there were a couple that got lost in translation because their emails didn't work probably, but I've mm. sorted them out. Yeah. So. That's right. We're trying, yeah, so as you know, we're still trying to get on somewhere. Yeah, so it's one of those things where I think it'll be good to test that uh, system out. Like, in all seriousness, we'll test that system out and see how it runs, if it's a smooth thing, you know, over that period, and we might be able to incorporate it later, but there's definitely no promises. We're definitely not stuck in our ways. That's what we're trying to say. No. Nah, like, right now, that's not going to happen from, like, this week moving forward, but, yeah, we'll check it out, brother. Hmm. We'll check it out. Cheers, mate. Hey lads, Tommy the Pommy, hope you're all fucking well. I mean, it sounds like you are, because it's summer over there. Aren't you lucky? Over here, it's rainy and dark all the fucking time. As an Englishman, that's my favourite fucking configuration of weather. Rainy, dark, love it, mad for it. No, I'm fucking over it, mate. I'm shitting blood about it. Not literally, <laughs> metaphorically shitting blood. I've been um, fencing all day, been raining straight out its fucking hole. Mate, this bloke in front of me, fucking driving, better be getting his dick sucked because there is no excuse for the way he is acting. Will you fucking move? 
Anyway, I'm on my way home and I get into the diesel and uh, got to wait for some bloke in the beamer to move his fucking shit because of course he's got to do his weekly shop while I wait patiently because I'm in a patient mood today. And um, yeah, he finally gets out of the way. I get onto the nozzle and fuck me, this thing's slower than Harvey Price. <laughs> Mate, get out of the... Honestly, I'm going to brain this cunt in a minute. I'll cut you in a bit. Stay out of yourself. Love you, bye. <laughs> Here he goes again. Sorry about that, gentlemen. I'm back. I just uh, had to let someone know what I fucking thought about him. <laughs> now then, yeah. So I pumped my diesel and I was uh, already in a fairly low morale state. Uh, walk into the garage and I thought a road beer really, really swing this round the right way. And uh, walk in there. Mate, I do a couple of laps. There's not a drop in this place. I, was, I didn't know I walked into fucking Dubai. Was this a dry state or something? The only garage that does not encourage drink driving. So I'm not fucking happy about that either. Anyway, I'll get my fuel and I'll move on. I uh, go up to the counter, give him the fuel card. Hello, mate, number five. Ah, sorry, sir. We don't take this fuel card. Well, no. Why, why the fuck would you, a garage, take a card specifically for fucking paying for fuel? <laughs> why would you? So it's fine. Don't, don't worry. I'll pay for it out of my own pocket. Fuck me, honestly. So, uh, yeah, long story short, I'm about to blow a fucking blood vessel. And uh, if I haven't stabbed someone by the time I get home, I will. Uh, I'm going to come and fucking find you boys because I, I need a holiday. You know <laughs> what? I'm going to fucking treat myself to a holiday. I'll see you around, all right? Maybe I'll come and find you in fucking April. How would you like that? Stay out of yourself, boys. Love you lots. Big kisses. Mate. Actually, Able works for me, mate. Yeah, fucking let us know if you're actually going to come over here, bud, because um, there's a spot on the couch for Tommy the Pommy. Fucking hell. Might be a spot at the boxing event too for you, mate. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Leave that with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but... um. Oh. oh, I almost lost the plot this morning. Well, I did. I was on the horn. The, the, this clean away um, bin truck just reversed. Like, the lights went green before KFC. Reversed straight out of KFC. Crossed two lanes. Oh. Made us all stop. Oh. And then just fucking took off up the hill. And I'm just going, what the fuck? And he was starting to blow up a bit and just fucking... That's shit Go too. the old good morning and fucking see <laughs> later. That's fucked too because there's literally lights there that they can wait until it's red and then and reverse then out and go. The whole street Yeah, that's a itself. contact. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that guy. If you're listening, fuck you. Fuck you, mate. <laughs> fuck you, mate. Oh, yeah, i got a joke, boys. Got a yeah, joke. Got a joke. Got a joke. Fuck, it's been ages. So there's four passengers on a plane and it's going down. The engines are fucked. They have a bit of time, though, to sort their shit out. Um, there's, only, there's only three parachutes, though, okay, on, on this plane, four passengers. So Lionel Messi says, I'm the best soccer player in the world. People need me, grabs a parachute and jumps out. Joe Biden, he goes, I'm the, prentice, I'm, I'm the president of the United States of America, leader of the free world. People need me and jumps out, right? So there's two people left, one parachute. So there's the kid and the Pope left on the plane. Oh, wow. <laughs> the Pope says to the kid, you're young, you have your whole life to live. I can't take the parachute, you take it. And the kid goes, we're all sweet, dude. Biden just grabbed me school bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, so I thought that was fucking pretty funny. 
Um, <laughs> that could have gone each way. Yeah, oh, mate, when I was listening to it the first time, so I was going, this has to be do something to do with the Pope and the kid. Or yeah, 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 yeah. And that, just Biden being a useless cunt. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, guys, to wrap things up, like we said, so much information, so much going on at the moment to process for you guys. But like I said, bear with us on the shirts, the hats on fucking Wednesday and the fucking fight night. You'll see it all over the socials, but 1st of December, 11 a.m. Fucking get there, guys. We can't wait to see you all there. It's going to be a huge event. And, yeah, we'll, like we said, we'll update you on the socials as much as we can. Um, now, there is one extra call from the poo for Patreon only. The big fella is absolutely fired up and it's not suitable for silky ears. <laughs> so, yeah, if you aren't already, go check it out. Or go check Patreon out. We have huge plans for next year. Like we said, the Traeger Smoker is getting drawn on the 4th of December. So one of you legends. Love yous all. Stay out of each other. And thank you. Have a good week. Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, dice slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.